All right, guys, we are going to get this thing going. I know people are still joining in, but we got a lot to cover with my special guest today. Uh, first off, welcome to Show Business Live. We are in this piece. This is your girl, Shonique Sneed. Uh, if you guys do not know this podcast already, what up, Todd? Hey, uh, this started off as a podcast, and you can listen to the first episode of Show Business podcast wherever podcasts are listened to uh and then this is my third episode of show business live because you know what's going on right now we just got to switch it up we got to make it happen and we got to do our thing so i am continuing show business making it live and keeping it moving every week and it's been awesome i'm having a good time and i've been getting a lot of uh cool responses and cool uh engagement from people wanting to see more uh backgrounds about some of their favorite artists, dancers, choreographers to like. And especially while we're um, in this particular quarantine lockdown, we got to figure it out. Hey, Candice. Welcome, y'all. Okay, so without further ado, I have to announce my special guest tonight. Uh, first off, fellow California girl. She was born in Chico, California. Uh, she Her first gig, and we'll talk about that when she gets on here, uh, she was Bay approved, was picked out, um, and got a Beyonce approval. From there on, she has been touring all around the world. She's had a limitless dance career uh, from TV to film. Uh, now she has modeling situations going on and she is a boss. Biatch. She's got products and things that she, apparel that she is at the helm of and she is uh, owning. So we're going to get into uh, the journey and the epic life of Miss <laughs> Everett. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl hey Ash. <laughs> how are you i'm good you look cute okay see now i need a bucket hat please don't, is that is that part of your line too are you are you this is not this is pretty little thing okay. <laughs> shout out to them yeah i went to the showroom and this is what i left with i love a good 90s bucket hat hey Okay, so and I'm like deep conditioning my hair today, so it's in these little dookie braids. I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> you always you like to rock your hair. You do your braids. You do your big fro. Now you. Oh, girl, your I just be trying to survive out here. Say <laughs> this quarantine hair moment. You see, I got my hat on because she is another situation up here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like who wants to do their hair number one but then also like we can't even like get our hair done by the people that we want to get it done by like my roots are insane my hair is like three different colors I lost it and cut my own hair and just did my own ends I literally just keep trimming them I trim some more today because I'm like oh, it looks uneven there <laughs> just, I would you because if you trimmed it from what I just saw the last couple of days that's like a real legit cut like <laughs> that's what like my other homegirl was like can you cut mine i was like no <laughs> no i am not i do not do this i'm not a professional i just cut my own because i it's my own and if i mess it up it's my fault 
I feel you. I totally feel you. Yeah. Um, so how do you see and giving you mad love all over the world? The hearts are flying. And I know. What's up, everybody? Sorry, we were just catching up for a second. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're on live. <laughs> right. Like, oh, hey, everyone. Shout out to everybody. I see Brazil in the house. Thanks yeah. for all the love. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. Joy. So, here. I hate the delay. Podcast, live cast. We are mm -hmm. down together. And Ash is always here from day one and watching your journey. I mean, I love seeing people's journey. That's one of the reasons why I stayed in the business is because mm -hmm. I think the next generation move to the next situation. You know what I mean? And like, Ash, like you've hit so many aspects of the industry. We're going to try our best to get it all in in 45 minutes. <laughs> well, thank you, first of all. Thanks. I'm sure we'll get most of it in. <laughs> Good. Um, so the first thing I go straight to uh, you, like where you were actually born and your full name. Like, I don't know you Tell us about where you were born and who she, is, who she was then. So I am Ashley Krisha Marie Everett. It's a mouthful for full names. I know. There's a hyphen in between, though. Um, and I am from Chico, California, small town, in, smaller town in Northern California. Um, yeah, born and raised and up until 16. And then that's when I went to New York and everything just like changed. <laughs> what, was, what happened in Chico? Like I'm from California too, but I'm from LA. So I always heard about Chico. Mm -hmm. you know, what do they do up in Chico? Like, what do you guys well, girl, Chico is known for the university. It's called Chico State. And literally, like, it, I think is, at least when I was growing up, it was the number two party school in the United States. Um, I think number one was, like, Phoenix, and then it was Chico State. So I come from, like, a little party town, you know? It's just, like, a college little, like, let's party. So I was going to college parties like in high school, junior high, you know, just sneaking around. Like it was just lifestyle. It's a small town. It's that's just what you do. <laughs> um, what about siblings? You know, like how, how'd you go to family? Mm -hmm. So I grew up with both my parents in the house. I have an older brother who's a year and a half older than me. So we grew up like in school together. And then I have another older brother who is 17 years older than me. So he was out of the house when I was growing up. And okay. he lived down here in LA um, area also. So I see him more now in my adult life, but um, you know, not that's as much when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, that's a trip, right? And it's a trip, full circle. It all always somehow comes back around. Totally. So, tell us about 16 New York, how I, so I guess like I'll kind of start before that like when I was about 11 12 that's when I started um taking summer intensives and that's like as as a young studio kid and stuff that's like when you really start to grow and expand as a dancer because you get outside of your own studio and you, you experience other teachers other dancers you might be the best in your studio and you go somewhere else and you're like the worst, you know? So it's very like humbling and a very learning process. And so I started doing that at like 12 and I started going to New York and I, I did 
LA and went took um, classes at Debbie Allen and stuff like just traveled on my summer vacations and all that. Um, so that all started at a younger age. And then at 16, you know, I, I felt like I had kind of outgrew my hometown studio. And in order for me to really progress as a dancer at the age of 16 um, and not like hold myself back until I graduated high school, it was like necessary to either go to LA or New York or something. And at the time I was a lot more um, ballet and modern heavy. So New York seemed like the, you know, the, the perfect fit for that. Cause I went to Alvin Ailey and was doing ballet and modern every day. Um, I was still doing hip hop and jazz. I would go to Broadway dance center and steps and all that. But um, you know, I was training at Alvin Ailey. So I thought, my world was going down the concert world versus commercial. <laughs> and what and what a what a left turn that you made, right? Third <laughs> in a one eighty. Yeah. What's what studio did you go to in uh in Chico? Like who was your studio owner? Like it's called Chico Creek Dance Center. Debbie was my um, ballet teacher and Genevieve was my hip hop teacher. I was on the ballet company and I was on the hip hop company and the hip-hop company went to competitions and that's when I did like that whole world like um competitions and uh what are they called like the workshops all day long conventions and just every you know all the classes and all the training in that world and okay. then I would year-round be doing the Nutcracker and Cinderella and <laughs> all the ballets <laughs> ah yeah so you got it in you got it I in. did I did I like lived at my dance studio more than I did at home and what was the name of the studio? Chico Creek Dance Center. Dance Center, shout out. Hey, <laughs> 530, hey. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay, so take us to New York. Okay, so then we go to New York. We're 16, we move, you know, and it's so crazy because like, I have to give my parents credit because they really, really are the ones who like up and moved me if it wasn't for them being in real estate and like having the funds to afford an apartment in the middle of New York City, you know, for my my mom and myself to go for my career and my dad and my brother stayed in Chico and held down the fort there. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a huge like sacrifice for them and their marriage and all of that, but it was for me. So shout out to the parents for holding me down. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't be here without them. It was worth the sacrifice. It was worth all of it. Yeah. So me and my mom head to New York, and I'm at Alvin Ailey and doing all, you know, taking classes every day. I'm literally thinking, like, okay, once, like, I graduate high school, like, I'm going into the company for sure. Like, it's happening. Like, here we go. Or, like, I was planning on, if not going into the company or being recruited into the second company of Alvin Ailey because I, I was having high hopes, you know? <laughs> Um, I was either going to go to college, and so college was going to be Juilliard or something, you know, so those that was like the road <laughs> I was going down, yeah. Um, yeah, oh my god, I feel like I'm blabbering. <laughs> We're getting you from like studio kid in Eco, you and your mom do the big move, you know what I mean, that we all see, and then you know, you did the, the real training. And then yeah. discovery. What was the moment that was like, okay, this is this is shifting for you? 
Well, I mean, as far as the shift from like concert world to commercial world, is that what you mean? I think so. Or I would like to know, like, what were some concert things that did you did you get to perform at all in the concert world, or did you just do a one eighty before you even got to go down there? No, I was performing. We were doing like um, quarterly performances or something, you know. Um, and we would perform with the company, so I was like chosen as a high schooler because it was a lot of the college students who were chosen. But I was a high schooler who was chosen to perform with the company and stuff. And so, you know, I got to do like that concert world and experience that. And that's why I like was thinking I was gonna just, that was the road I was going down. I'm gonna be a superstar Alvin Ailey dancer or something. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought that you were training, but I didn't know that you actually got to get your feet wet in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, diving, you know, testing the waters. And it's so crazy because the, Beyonce used to always rehearse at Alvin Ailey. Like that studio is so beautiful. I know you've been there before. Gorgeous. It's so beautiful. So she used to always rehearse there because she used to live in New York and um, she would rehearse there for award shows and tours or whatever. And uh, Frank Gatson and her and her crew and team and dancers and stuff, they were all rehearsing at the bottom studio down there. And, um, I just passed by Frank. I didn't know who he was, but um, I just passed by this man, <laughs> this grown man. And I'm like in my leotard and tights, like going to ballet or something. And he stopped me just based on my look. And he was like, you're very pretty. Do you do more than just ballet? Because <laughs> I was probably, I probably had ballet shoes on. Like, I don't remember slippers, you know? <laughs> um, but I'm like, yeah, I do. Da -da -da. And he's like, oh, come in here. Um, let me get your information. He brings me in the studio. Beyonce's in there barefoot, like shaking and twirling and rehearsing for uh, Deja Vu. It was like right after Deja Vu came out and stuff. And she performed in that banana skirt and it was super full out and African and all that. It was amazing. But um, introduced me to her. She was so nice, hugged me. Uh, he took my information and never heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> but like I didn't really expect to because you know you you have hopes but you're like he's never seen me dance he like asked me if I did but didn't see anything um so I don't know I I feel like it's the epitome literally of just like uh, fate and what's for you is for you because a couple months later, like, there was a big, huge open call. And I don't even know, I think this was the last open call that Beyonce ever had. Um, right. Huge open call in New York City. Line was down the block, around the corner, like, blocks and blocks down. I cut with friends and still stood in line for three hours what? to do this audition. Yes, it was crazy. Um, and literally, like, everyone, it was open. So, like, everyone and their mom was there, like people who don't dance, you know? And uh, and I go in and Frank is running the audition. He remembered me from that one time he called me in the studio and took my information. He like recognized me. He was like, I met you at Alvin Ailey. You're that ballet dancer, right? And I was like, out of all these thousands of people, I looked different. I was like dressed up, you know, like, well, dressed up for me in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Damn. <laughs> a little bit of makeup and a ponytail, probably. Exactly. That first, that first throw for 
we know exactly what we're doing doing oh yeah we had no idea no idea i think i wore heels the wrong kind of heels pretty sure i might have wore like army pants yeah no no (laughs) but yeah he remembered me and um you know the rest is kind of history from there like it led to like callbacks and stuff and then just like a video opportunity in LA and I flew out here and shot my first two music videos which were my first you know commercial industry jobs in general and and tell them yeah. with those two what was your first gig basically and the first two gigs yeah so I flew out from New York to LA and we stayed out here for like two weeks and rehearsed for she was shooting like 10 videos in two weeks or something like that and this was the B-Day album yeah the B-Day album and I um, ended up being in I learned like so much it was like a whole workshop of stuff do you were you around do you remember that I do, and I'm, but I'm just trying to think, like, I was around, but I wasn't, you know, I'm trying to think, who, who was who was a part of that? Frank was a part of Was Jacob in that as well? No, it was, like, Rhapsody, and, um, right. like, Danielle Polanco was a big part of it, and a lot of New York people, actually. Gotcha, yes. And this yeah. was, get me, uh, get me body, or this. Yes, oh, yeah, so I ended up doing get me body, and I did green light. That yeah. right, that right. There. Um. So, do you? Okay. So, who choreographed that? Rhapsody and Di- uh, and um, Danny Polanco did "Get Me Bodied." Or did they do um? Green it Light? was "Get Me Bodied." Was a lot of people like Cliff did some of "Get Me Bodied." Um, Danielle, um, Rhapsody. I think. Jeez, I don't want to like not yeah. credit the right people and miscredit people, but. Um, man, I, I'm pretty sure Danielle made this up in, in Greenlight. Okay. Yeah. And that's when it was, that's the one thing too, because it's like the a collaboration. Actually, I would like for you to break down, especially in this particular crew. I mean, all of us have diff- different collaborators of how we work. And then mm-hmm. a choreographer, creative director, assistant choreographer, associate choreographer, and dance captain. So you're mm-hmm. Captain. What's the difference in your in, in you guys' team between a dance captain and like the and, oh dance captain and choreographer? Yeah. Well I'm not technically the one the assistant choreographer. Because I know oh, the choreographer would be in, in this particular or in certain cases would be the Jaquel or Chris or Frank or like you said, Rhapsody or all those collaborators, but like for then they'll usually use an assistant. But with a dance captain, that's different. So explain the difference between an assistant choreographer and a dance captain. Yeah, for for me and for us and stuff, uh, um, it's been like me as a dance captain. I'm not technically like helping make up the steps, but I am a part of the learning process and there to remember everything and make sure everyone's doing it clean so we can rehearse and practice and stay on our P's and Q's and clean later and, you know, all of that. Reteach people, if new people switch in and out, all of that stuff. The technicalities, I guess, is the dance captain's kind of... That totally makes sense. You gotta know all the stuff. Yeah, you gotta know everything because you gotta, like, teach it. You gotta help explain things. You gotta help people understand, even if they're just new to the camp, how things work, like how it runs and the flow and... 
yeah. you know. <laughs> and then I know with that, it's like so many people coming in and out. So to be able to keep that machine running, you're like part of the clue. You've been so consistent from the beginning to the end. So you are like, you know, killer. In town, you know, yeah. um, is tell me about single ladies. That is when I think everybody, for me, at got to see like you, Kimmy, it was like, who, who are these girls? Wait, what? Stop. Like, I just, I it was, it was me and Ebony, Ebony Williams. Right. Yes. She's a, um, like contemporary dancer. She had came out of, uh, I can't remember which company she was coming out of when we shot that video, but yeah, she's a contemporary dancer. Um, but yeah, that was back in 2009. I actually have a really good story about that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is 2009. I started dancing with Beyonce in 2007. So two years, two years after, and we're, we're two tours. Oh wait, about to do another second tour after Single Ladies and stuff came out. So only one tour in, whatever. And um, yeah, they're talking about this music video that she's going to shoot and stuff. But um, at this point, you know, like we're still gigging. Like, first of all, as dancers, especially like when you first start out, like you don't ever think that like, just cause you work with one artist, like you have your job for life. Like, no, we have to, the, the tour ends, like what's next? <laughs> Where's the tech? Who has the bread? <laughs> and who signed first? Who's booked first? No avail. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So I was still living in New York. I was still doing like everything. Like I hadn't quit on my ballet and my, you know, my technical jobs and stuff like that. So in between um, tour and single ladies and stuff, I signed on to do the Rockettes. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a Rockette. <laughs> you. I was a rocket, kicking my feet up, smiling like so cheesy and shoulders pulled back. And oh, yeah, that <laughs> is still to this day one of the hardest jobs I've ever done. I was just going to ask you that. Is it really like boot camp, like they say? Yes, it is. And it's like math. And also you do like four shows a day. Like you're losing weight, like <laughs> multiple days in a row, too, not just like once a week. <laughs> rockets they go hard <laughs> yeah because it's only the holiday well it was at that time the holiday season so that is crazy yeah I it was a hard job <laughs> what did you say footage of that you rockets like that oh yeah there's some on youtube you can find it my name and rockets you can find it oh my gosh oh wait cheers we didn't even do a little uh cheers Blink. what do you guys <laughs> on in there let me see something in the comments I know. What are people talking about? I hate like looking down. My camera's up here, but I'm like looking down and I look so like sleepy. Like I also have no makeup on and I am sleepy. <laughs> what was I doing that? Uh, um, okay. I suck at this like comment thing. I always get so distracted. That's all good. And what I am going to do is I'll, at the very end, I'll do a section for, for comments and questions so we can be a little bit more focused because Sometimes these comments come up so fast, it's hard to stay focused. So you guys, so hold your questions to the end. But comments and show love. Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 Granny. Is that my uh, Someone said, finish telling the story. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, I'll finish it real quick. Yes. So, yeah, so I did, I signed up to do the Rockettes. Um, 
in between tours and stuff like that. But literally right when I was about to go um, to rehearsal for the Rockettes, we rehearsed in like Massachusetts or something. It was like somewhere on the East Coast, but not in the city. Um, and, and I was about to do it and we were like heavy in these single ladies rehearsals. They didn't know who was gonna dance in it, like who they were casting in it. And, you know, Frank's like, you know, I think this could be a really big opportunity for you if you, if you do, if they do want to use you and then um, you can make it work with these rehearsals starting on Monday. And this is like Thursday or something. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And the shoot was like Sunday. I'm like, oh my God, rehearsal starts Monday in Massachusetts, shoot Sunday, like whatever. It was something like crazy like that. Anyway, basically, long story short, I ended up um, calling in sick for the Rockets, played sick, Beyonce was in on it, Frank was in on it, they wrote like doctor's notes for me, they had doctor's friends like write notes saying that I was sick because the Rockets don't play, okay, they do not play, they're like, if you miss anything, like if anything comes up, you're out, you know, so I had to like play sick like I was, and then I went a week late from rehearsals to shoot the video. We literally shot the video. It was like, I don't know, 24 hour shoot video. And then um, wrapped at like, like three in the morning. And then I drove in a car from New York City to Pennsylvania or Massachusetts or wherever I was re rehearsing for the Rockets and went to rehearsal at like 10 in the morning the next day and was like coming from being sick. And I was just like, <laughs> like literally, and then I had to learn mathematics. Basically, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and single ladies wasn't an easy feat either. <laughs> no, it's not like we just danced for a chorus. Yeah, they had you like, oh my god. But oh. see, like that's the thing. Like when you're young and like you want it, you will do anything. You know, you'll do anything. You will not you will not sleep. You will sacrifice whatever you will write doctor's notes and forge them to get both jobs done because you want both checks, but you want both opportunities, you know? You're gonna just make it work. You're gonna sleep in a car and then go straight to rehearsal. Like <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And then the funny thing is, is why is it always like that? It's like you waiting on a gig, nothing happens, and then the yep. two things happen at the exact same time. Oh yeah, when it rains, it pours. And when it's dry, it's a desert. <laughs> exactly. When it's dry, it's a des desert. Desert. A desert. So, so I want to get into. We're talking about. We've been talking about Beyonce, and that has been such a blessing. And like, and what's really cool is I love to be able to watch the eras that you've gone through with Beyonce. Because evolve, we get to watch you evolve as a. Person. I know. I know. And especially if you were just looking back. To, to like <laughs> study. <laughs> and I look back at stuff because as I was prepping everything, I just watched so much stuff and I'm like, damn, look at Ash from here to here to here to here. And then just seeing that journey back to back. Crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, moving into, let's take a pause from Beyonce. I want to go into, you moved into a lot of TV stuff and I was a big Devil's Girl hit the floor fan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you were one of them. Yay. <laughs> one of the few. <laughs> exactly. Along with the other 25 million diehards. So <laughs> there we go. Tell us about 
how you got booked for that, who was the choreographer, and a little bit about, you know, that experience. Hit the floor. Um, funny story about this, too, actually. <laughs> I feel like everything is a really funny story because, you know, people think, like, you have all the confidence in the world after you've, like, toured and, like, worked with artists such as Beyonce or Usher, whoever you work with, you know, Michael Jackson or something. Um, so, like, we're all still human, you know? Got fans in here. Go Peyton, go Peyton. <laughs> Peyton! <laughs> that was her. She's not dead, don't worry. Peyton will make a comeback one day. I have hope. Come on. <laughs> yes, um, anyway, so, yeah, so I was in between, like, had just gone off tour. Um, I don't even remember what year exactly it was, like, when it first, first came around. Hit the floor, because we shot a pilot, like, two years before the show actually came out. So when the show, when they started shooting season one, I was on tour. So then I came back for season three and four <laughs> when I wasn't on tour. Oh. But, um, but I did the pilot for season one, which was like years prior. And I was off tour and I remember getting the call from my agent about this. Michael Rooney was a choreographer. Shout out to Michael Rooney, he's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> he makes incredible pieces, okay. Um, but yeah, I went to, this was at the old evolution, remember? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah on, old on. evolution. Damn. And um, I, when you could see through the window, remember the little window, you could see the routine that people <laughs> And I looked in there and these girls were doing triple pirouettes, like jumps, Splits, middle split, roll throughs, like that walkovers and leg spin holds, and I was like, I have not done this since competition. Like what? <laughs> I said I can't. I cannot go in here and embarrass myself. I can't. <laughs> but long story short, like some other friends there were like, "Girl, I looked insane, but I just did it. You should just do it. Who cares? You never know." And Michael Rooney, like, just fell in love with me. <laughs> Bless his heart, because I'm sure I looked insane. <laughs> oh, so you had to just pull that twirling bag. You had to pull all that, all that. Because you guys are full-fledged, like, bam. Crash. Yeah, it's like full, like, jazz, you know. And tell me if any of if this sound makes it, if this reminds you of anything. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's basically a promo that I found, and you guys have chairs and doing some crazy pop pop I remember that clapping and like banging. It's like the it's like the, the the one that you know, and then you come back with chairs and you going full out. Y'all were not playing. Um, hit the floor. And Michael really so does not play. Does not play. I, I love every. I love it. And then the drama. I love. I just you know, it was it was great. What was the experience? TV is like you know five a.m. Uh, call times, craziness. How was it? 
Yeah, it's so different than like, you know, working with an artist and like tour life and stuff like that. First of all, it's television. So it's like SAG and it's union. So there's rules, um, which is the nice thing about TV and film is the union protecting you. You know, you can't, you can't be overworked. And if you are overworked, you're like compensated for overtime and stuff like that versus like when you work with an artist you get your weekly and you could work seven hours or you could work seven million hours <laughs> exactly. so yeah, yeah. but yeah it's, it's totally like this but I like both because it's nice to like tour and travel and be all over the world performing and meeting new people and cultures and countries and stuff like that I love that but I also love like being home working like coming back to my bed every night but then having a job to wake up to go to every morning too is really nice too. Absolutely, I love both too because you get you get yeah. something different from it, yep. and you're you can be a different person experiencing from both situations. You know, I mean, and then so make I, you appreciate the other one. You know, <laughs> make you appreciate the other one for real. Um, yeah. Let's talk about who you've toured with besides Beyonce because people are you're you're most known for that. But girl, you. Be gigging like so can you throw out throw out a couple of of your favorite artists um that you have toured with or you know worked with um besides um, I, <laughs> I i toured with usher um that was awesome i love him and his crew shout out to jamaica and her people you know rio and them they be rocking okay um and I loved it over there. Like, I learned so much. I feel like a newbie in that world. I'd be like, like, can y'all teach me something? Because I don't know what if I look good. <laughs> Make me look good. <laughs> Did you have to rehearse in Atlanta for that? Um, no, we were we in Atlanta? I think we actually did rehearse in Atlanta for a little bit, but I came into rehearsals late. So I was like two weeks behind everybody and just like trying to play catch up. And yeah, I don't even remember where I was. I'm like, I, I had just gotten off another tour and I like jumped right on. I don't, I forget, but <laughs> I love working with him. Yes. That was totally fun. Um, Sierra. J-Lo, um, Latoya Jackson, Tina Turner, uh, Noob. <laughs> what you did for Tina Turner. Oh, hi, Mom. And I think your mom said something. <laughs> my mom, yeah, my mom's in there. She said something about Michael Rooney. What's up, Mom? <laughs> I'm sure my dad's probably sitting right there with her. Hey, Pops. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, that's what's up. Tell me about um, Tina Turner. What did you do with Tina Turner? I gotta know this. That was my first Grammys ever. First Grammy performance. Yes, it was 2008, I think. And Beyonce performed and she did a tribute to Tina. And me and Heather Morris from Glee. <laughs> I love <that>. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, who also is a Beyonce dancer, ex-Beyonce dancer. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to dance with her. And then also that's when Ashley, when I first met Ashley Selden, because um, we auditioned for a third girl. And that's when Anthony Burrell brought Ashley Selden into rehearsal. And um, she ended up doing a performance with us. That's crazy. So, yeah. And Beyonce stepped on Tina's foot 
Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember. That was like a thing. Wait a minute. I think I do remember that. It's all yeah. yeah, and like, I mean, she was okay. She was fine. But it was just like a thing like talked about on the internet for a second. Absolutely. You know? They're saying you ate on too. They're like, uh, Ashley ate on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was so fun. It was such a fun one. And I was like, out living out like my mom's dreams, I felt like, because, you know, all of our moms love Tina. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yep. Okay. Let's get to the Super Bowl, because you have, like you said, those are the people that you've got to, you've been dancing with, touring with, you've been gigging, TV, Beyonce throughout this whole journey but like the biggest stage in the world and you got to do it what twice and you get to do Super Bowl two times yes yeah tell us about number one wait now wait a minute was this number one yep <laughs> look at you just show their ass I live yeah, that was that was it. 2013, first Super Bowl. Those are some good memories. Cause like that was like the time where it was just so we were all just so in it together, you know, like we all didn't sleep, but we were all there, all working hard. Everyone, her from management to choreographers to creative directors and lighting and stage and dancers and everyone was just like in it, you know? We lived in New Orleans for like a month. <laughs> wow, oh, you guys lived in New Orleans. That's what's up. That's my favorite. Well, I mean, like we rehearsed there for like a month. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. This is in New Orleans, you know? What would, mm -hmm. oh, during that time, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Who was in charge at this particular point? This one was Jaquel and Chris, right? Was this? Oh, and yeah, I, but Frank was Frank was still over it all. Over at this point, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Jaquel and Chris, um, they were the main assistant choreographers. <laughs> And then me and Kimmy were dance captains, and then <laughs> that's the order, people. If you haven't caught on yet, <laughs> that's the order. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you guys did the second Super Bowl, tell us about that experience. That one, you know, that was a really like powerful cultural um, moment, and also the song wasn't out. So, like when we were rehearsing, we had to like rehearse super secretive. Um, when we went on the field, like we only had in-ears and we were doing like the most full out <laughs> routine ever. And the people who were in the whole stadium were like, why are they so full out to nothing? Like we were so full out. <laughs> it's so funny, but we couldn't play the song because it couldn't leak. So but like that one we were we worked hard for that one because it was we had to be in formation okay so that those rehearsals were like boot camp it was like we weren't playing you know days, huh? <laughs> on that one <laughs> totally totally but it was another incredible incredible moment in history and just another amazing feeling those super bowls like that energy is just nothing really matches it you know it's something different. 
I'm sure. Man, that's a, that's really amazing. What um what's been your proudest moment or your most memorable moment you think? I'm sure there's a ton, but if something that stands out to you, you know, throughout what you've been doing. Yeah. Gosh. But, I don't know if there's like one. Um I mean, I'm I am very proud of to be a part of something so historical, such as single ladies, you know, like everyone knows Thriller, like that's it's like up there with that. And it's super, super cool. Just to think like my grandchildren and their grandchildren and like forever, it'll just, you know, circulate hopefully. Um, and I think it's just really cool too, like just the stuff that us all as creatives, Whenever something is accomplished and it like we can see it back and like watch it back and enjoy it for ourselves and it's like documented and will last longer than we will, you know, um, pictures and videos and that kind of proof that, you know, <laughs> we had it at one point, we were killing it. <laughs> stamp. It is your legacy. It's part of your Yeah, life. it's our legacy. And if that's the stuff that is cool and I'm proud of, you know. We didn't talk about homecoming, so I wanted to, let's talk about homecoming, that world. Uh, what what was different between that and maybe like a Super Bowl with or just being on tour? Like what was, because it felt, at least for me, just as a artist and a fan, it just felt so singular than anything else she's ever done. Everything else is like Beyonce and that homecoming was a, was its own singular thing. Did you guys feel that? It, it was, it was totally its own show specifically for Coachella for black people, <laughs> like period, <laughs> you know, like for the culture. Um, yeah, for homecoming, like, and it felt like that. It was really amazing. It felt like a whole new experience. It didn't feel like any other rehearsal processes or any other tour preps or um, video preps or anything. It was just a brand new experience. We rehearsed differently. We trained differently. We had different coaches and stuff. Like we were learning stepping and like new things. Like <laughs> things that I, I didn't go to HBCU and stuff. So. I didn't, I'm, I was learning. I felt like I was in school, like, right. <laughs> you know, it was amazing. And then like the marching bands came in and their energy was just crazy. And like, even the dancers in the marching band, you know, the ones who have these things, like their, the way they dance and their energy was just different and new and fresh. It was just fun. Every day felt like a party. Um, it was a lot, a lot of bodies. A lot of moving parts, but um, so cool. Like, so cool. I mean, it was. I think we all, we just felt so proud. It was all of us. Whether you were on the stage or not, we were like, we all did that. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. it, was it was unbelievable. That was cool. definitely, you know, I mean, like you said, for the culture. Okay, so we know that you going through this, like you said, where's the check? Where's the ending? Where's the negative? And the things that I... I'm also inspired by you as you keep it moving. You're like, okay, so what are we doing? Selling swimwear? Okay, where's the apparel? This is what we're doing. And you just made a really cool um, announcement the other day about a beauty product that you, uh, you're at the helm of. So yeah. Um, 
your ownership, your boss, boss lady products, what they are and where we can find them. So yeah, I am a owner of a swimsuit company. It came out last year. It's called Fade Design. Um, and that's the Instagram as well. So we only have like one original style design that we handcrafted, um, but we're really proud of it. And it's, and it's like our baby, you know, so hopefully it'll just grow throughout the years. Thank you. Cheers to that. <laughs> Trying something new, you know, I am not claiming to be like a fashionista or anyone's stylist or anyone's designer. But I am trying to learn about other things that I've been interested in for years, you know, and um, dance isn't going anywhere. But we also need to come up with other streams of income and other, uh, other things that just excite me and passions that I just want to learn about and, you know, no, get more artistic with. That is what you do. You got to keep it moving. And especially in this particular business, it's not going to just be you hitting the one, two, three. You got to be able to express yeah. yourself. And um, a big part of that, too, is like knowing like what what your brand is and what you really represent. And that's what I've been thinking a lot about during quarantine. But over the past like few years in general, I've really been just thinking different about that, like what represents me and not just what represents the redhead Beyonce dancer, you know, <laughs> um, me, Ashley Everett. And so that's what the announcement is. Uh, yeah, because like, as you can see, clearly I have no makeup on right now. <laughs> um, I love it. So tell I don't want to say all that, but thank you. <laughs> Pop in or something. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm just like trying to do things that I really, um, stand for and really actually use and do and support. So I have teamed up with a, a skincare brand and it is CBD based, which is really cool. Um, CBD has lots of benefits in the long run, but it also is like anti-inflammatory and helps with um, pains and soreness and um, like joint injuries in general. Um, yeah, and so it's skincare, it's like face stuff, it's body stuff, it's all that, but it's all coming soon. So you'll you'll hear more <laughs> about it. We don't have a date exactly yet. Working on it. You're in beta testing right now. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's what's up. Well, cheers to that because Thanks. I'm you know a body oil, CBD, all the benefits, and taking care of ourselves during the quarantine because this is crazy. Have um, to. If you know anybody who colors hair, send them on over. Okay, I hear that in the comments because it's real out here. So right. remember I was telling you it goes really fast. We've got eight minutes before it cuts off. Sheesh, it does no. go quick. You kept it flowing though, girl. Sorry I was blabbering. Uh, no, you were not. You were not. I want you to be able to share because what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? You didn't have anything thinking. You just got to be able to share the stories. And I think that everybody wants. They want to hear what it is. So you guys, good time for questions. You guys have let me scroll so I can actually see some stuff. Good time for questions for Miss Ashley Everett. Thank you, Ash, girl. Oh, a lot of people came through. Thank you. This was so awesome. And congrats on, like, the podcast and everything. Like, it seems like you're doing amazing. And I'm so proud of you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've been trying to do this for a minute and got halted like we all did. 
And I'm like, no, we're going to work through it. So you're going to keep pushing. You're going to keep it pushing, okay? Because this too shall end, and we got to be ready. We got to stay ready, so we ain't got to get ready. Stay ready. Okay, guys. Okay, what is your favorite costume? Ooh, that's a good one I've ever worn on tour. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's so many costumes that I actually, like, for forget about. Like, especially over the last few tours, we used to change costumes, like, every show. Yeah. Um, but the last the last couple tours in formation we had some really like really amazing designers to our outfits we had some cool ones in like mrs carter days too i don't know if i have a favorite favorite okay they want to know do you have a favorite beyonce tour have you ever been injured on a set like living on a tour bus hey you guys are coming with it okay um yeah i got injured the day before um my second tour in 2009 it was my first year as the dance captain and i rolled my ankle on one of those fat cords right the, the night before opening night all the female dancers it was like kimmy's first year um tanee mccall was in it asha selden saida um, they were in it and they all had to like step it up and just like fill my spots and like figure it out for the next couple of weeks. It was so depressing, but I got through it. <laughs> and luckily nothing, like I didn't need surgery or anything. Um, that's good. Um, they, what did you love, what you love most about living in New York? They want to know. I love New York. I just love the city vibes. I loved that you like walking everywhere. I like that everyone walks. I like that everyone is so active. Um, I love, I just love, I actually love the, well, I'll say the holiday season, <laughs> the holiday season in New York. I'm not going to say the whole winter because in January and February, it gets like real depressing. <laughs> That's just like brick city right there. Yeah, it's just too cold and not fun and festive. But in New York, in the winter, in the December time, it's amazing and beautiful. And then summers and springs and fall is amazing, too. I miss New York. And yes, Bianca killed it. They were saying Bianca killed it in um, Coachella. Shout out to Bianca. Yes, Bianca. BB. She is killing it still. Just I see her every day on Instagram, and I'm like, Phew, just killing it. I love it. <laughs> um. Let's what see. else? I don't even know how you're keeping up with these. I don't know. I'm really okay. Technique or creative confidence, which I think is more important technique or like the creative confidence? I would say creative confidence. I think confidence in anything, you know, even like you ever heard a bad singer like convince you that they're singing good and you're like, yeah. I believe them because they believe it, you know, <laughs> even yeah. a bad, you know, like bad dancer or like not the best, but like just in it because they're feeling something. You're like, well, I feel it too now. Exactly. So confidence, confidence is key. <laughs> Mikey, is your class still in here? Do they want to ask a question? Oh my God, Mikey and his class. I want to come take class one day. We should go in his next class. Yes, Mikey has his whole class in here. But I don't know That's awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, I love that. It's so fun. Let's see. I know I'm really trying to keep up with this. Yep, he said, yeah, all in here. You got to help me, Ash, with some of these. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to read. I just look like I'm staring at, like, nothing. Like, nah. Yes, okay. That okay. Dance formation for us. Ha, ha, ha. No. 
Hey, we're all feel like you want to make it through a show. Yeah, I felt like I wasn't going to make it through a show before. We've also had to do shows like sick and stuff before. And we're like, some people like, sometimes altitude can take you down in a show, depending on where you're at in the, in the world. And yeah, we've had people pass out in shows. We've had injuries had ha happen like in the show. Um, whew, we've had, we've had everything crazy. I, yeah. As far as like energy wise, I mean, I don't know if there is a trick to energy pulling through in a show. I think dancer or choreographer, they want to know. Favorite, huh? Any of you have a favorite upcoming dancer or choreographer? Favorite upcoming dancer or choreographer? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there right now. Yeah. Hey, they want to know, like, keeping up with your health during tour. That's a good one. How do you guys keep up, you know, keep strong minds and keep your mental health up during tour? Um, we, we talk, you know, we are big on, like, talking and communicating. And because nobody, like, really knows what you're going through except for the people who are all doing it with you. Especially when you're, like, this, the stress is high and you're working hard and you're not resting and your body's exhausted and you know everybody's just mentally drained um no one really even when you talk to your family it can be like relief of release and um refreshing but they still don't necessarily know exactly what you're going through so you got to talk to the people who are doing it with you the people that you feel like safe and comfortable with um and yeah just relate with that because a glass of wine can turn into like a whole sisterhood, you know? <laughs> oh, it's going to cut us off in two minutes. Ashley, thank you, thank you, thank you. This thank was you. awesome. Love you. Keep going with this. This is great. I'm so happy. And we got to end with a cute little um, moment. This is dedicated to your family and to you. Yay. I know. <laughs> Cheers, Mikey. I see those wine glasses. Ashley said that you got to tell them the story behind this song before it goes off. So my mom, is this what I think it is? My mom would sing this song to me. My dad would play it on the piano. And they'd just be singing around the house because I'm my only girl. And I'm, <laughs> I have brothers. So they were happy about their girl. <laughs> Show, show, show business, business, show, show business, show.